No, your ears are not deceiving you. This is a second episode this week from BRC and Friends because we have a couple of mini-sodes. Another summer check-in, uh, this time with Mickey Scott Bay Jones and Amy Kim Kremis-Parks. As usual, I'll give them a few prompts and we'll just riff a bit. In this episode, we take on the Supreme Court. We will talk a little bit about Serena Williams, the Little Mermaid, uh, kerfuffle, and letting go with our of kids. Uh, you're going to hear a little bit about what would make uh, Mickey cut you. Um, you're going to find out ways that Amy Kim, uh, why she breaks down into tears at Whole Foods, and I introduce both of them to F1. Again, thanks for being here. Grab a beverage, pull up a chair, and welcome to BRC and Friends, our summer check-in mini-sode. My name is Bruce Reyes-Chow, and this is BRC and Friends. Each episode, my co-hosts and I chat with activists, artists, academics, and adventurers to discuss politics, faith, pop culture, technology, and as you will discover, pretty much everything that pops into our heads. This is basically an excuse for us to hang out with friends and colleagues and riff about things that matter. Welcome to BRC and Friends. All right, it's good to be back. Uh, it's been a long time, but uh, BRC and Friends has returned with a ton of shows in the pipeline for Filipino American History Month as well as beyond. Um, but we're doing another check-in uh, mini-sode uh, with Amy Kim and Mickey. And so let's just jump off uh, into this right now. Uh, first, introduce yourselves. Give your pronouns again for folks who are just getting to know us. And then one thing you want to share about your summer, your kind of what I did on summer vacation uh, story. And I'll invite Amy Kim to go first. Thank you. It's so good to be back. Uh, Amy Kim Kremis Parks, uh, preferred pronouns she, her, Aya. And this summer, um, I had the privilege and painful, painful process of uh, taking our youngest to college across the country. So it was really wonderful to help him get ready and think about all those things. And then leaving your child who is super emotionally intelligent and has all the words to back it up to say things like, I'm just really thankful I can reflect all you've done for me in the world. I mean, rip my heart out, put me on a plane, and then I'm just bawling. So uh, so it was both wonderful and horrible. So I call it the holy and horrible moment of growth for us. Mm. You're such a nice mom. Yes. Actually, it was so. <laughs> it's just that's not how I drop. Would you, you give your kid? A, you just give it a dollar and like, all right, call me. Proof of life. No, there was there was a time there was where I was like, why can't you be like the other crappy kids and be like, bye, bye, can you leave, bye? But nope, he's a wonderful one. <laughs> That was actually going to be one of my prompts later. We'll get back to that. Okay, It's going to be about letting go of our of our kids. Good. Yeah. Over. Um, all right. Mickey, what about you? I mean, my kids are great. And I, I, want, <laughs> them to, I, want, I want the birdies to fly the little nest. I just, I need you to go do whatever you're going to do over there. So we're not, I don't want to stay up till midnight because you're out with your friends. Yep. Just go, go, yep. be a grown up. Okay. Um, <laughs> Mickey Scott Bay Jones here, uh, she, her pronouns and Lordy, what did I do over the summer? Well, my summer story is about Amy Kim. <laughs> <laughs> Amy Kim and I got to meet in person. It was, gl- and Woo! it was glorious. It was like, 
long lost friends being reunited who then just got into all the naughtiness possible. <laughs> we just, um, so I almost attacked Amy Kim's husband. Um, <laughs> it was so great. It was just so everybody knows. <laughs> it was uh, an exercise I am... in the perfect, like, like siblinghood of people of color and what they do for each other in white spaces. Do you want to start, Mickey? I, yeah, I just, you know, I have, like, white guy radar. So I'm like, you know, it's just, we had been hanging out, and then there's this white guy beside Amy Kim sitting real close. I don't know him. She has talked about a husband, but I don't know who this man is sitting beside her. And he just looks like every other white-bearded guy at Wild Goose Festival. And I didn't know if he was safe. Was he hitting on her? Was he trying to have a conversation about, you know, I wish there were more people of color here. Thank you so much for being here. Like, was he being, right. you know, a white liberal or like, what was he trying to do? And so Mickey, is look- <laughs> Mickey is looking at me from the row in front of me, like trying to get me to look at my phone, like giving me these eyes, like, look at your phone, look at your phone. And my phone says, <laughs> do you know that white guy sitting next to you? <laughs> And I laughed so hard. Uh, with bo- Go ahead. With both Amy Kim and I married to white people, there is a um, probably first inclination to text back, I have no idea who this person is. And then – That would have been hilarious. That's probably not safe. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, because – But, you know, the consequences could be bad. Because she would have gotten up. She would have literally gotten up and been like, excuse me, I want to sit next to her. Like, she would have, like, <laughs> right. totally gotten in the middle of it. I laugh for a while. Then I show the text to my spouse. And I say, <laughs> I write, and I said, yeah, it's my husband. And she was like, okay, good, because he was getting a little too close. <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. amazing and so endearing. I was feeling very protective. That is. Way. Well, like... Yeah. And he must have thought it was hysterical too, knowing just, oh. I mean, you know. Totally, totally. Because most of the time he's like, he's like, he's like, like good, I'm glad somebody's watching yeah, out. I'm just happy to be invited. And if some, some other white dude like rolls up on my wife, I'm really glad Mickey's going to be like, here we are. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like literally uh, trained in nonviolence from James Lawson, but I am ready to roll. But, you hear me? I was ready to come to blows. Yep. At the Wild Goose Festival. <laughs> Peace and love and harmony on all that shit. No, nope. <laughs> uh, let's go. I will so cut you. That was, I will cut you. Yeah. I will yep. cut you for my friend. So, yep. yeah. So that, that was my making a great first impression on Amy Kim's husband. Um, and then we just like, <laughs> uh, you know, sat around in sacred circle drinking communion and telling very inappropriate stories several nights in a row. It was fantastic. Mm-hmm. I'm, yeah. I'm shocked that there were inappropriate stories being shared. Shocked, I tell you. <laughs> <laughs> Not at all. All right, well, thank you. Uh, so Bruce Reschow, um, my summer, uh, as many of you know, I was kind of trying to figure out what's next for me, and I 
gratefully blessed, but able to take a month and spend it in Hawaii. And so um, with all the complications about uh, mainlanders going to Hawaii these days, but enjoyed it and um, had a lovely time. My, our, that's where, um, speaking of white people hanging out with our families, so that's where me and a bunch of my family look like we're locals right away. And then the couple of white people that are in our families are always clearly not. And so there's always a temptation to be like, I don't know who this white person is with us. We need to like somebody take care of this. Um, but we don't because <laughs> that would be mean. Um, so I, I had a great time this, this, this summer. So, all right, let's just jump right in. I got a few things, uh, a few ranties or not even ranty things, but summer things going on. So I'm going to your first phrase is this Supreme Court. Go. Oh, <laughs> God. Exactly. I just am looking at Amy Kim's face, and it's just like I. Uh, I have no more words for them. I have no more words mm. for them. It's just so much terrible. Right. So much terrible. Well, and also, what it feels like right now is <laughs> the same old thing that happens, particularly with Black women in these spaces. And I think it also happens with other people of color, but this like, we're going to get a black woman to come in here and fix this right up, you know? And so right. everybody is kind of laying yeah. their hopes, you know, on Judge Katanji. And look, it's not going to help to have one black woman in the Supreme Court. Like, there's just too much other stuff going on right now with that body of humans that... She's not going to be able to come in and save the day. And then people are going to blame it on her. And <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. And it, it that's what happens every time. I mean, I've even like literally seen a diagram of how <laughs> like they bring the person of color into the organization to fix it. And they know it's a shit show. And then when, you know, she can't fix it and starts to, you know, call people on their stuff. And I'm not even sure that that's, you know, Katanji's MO, but I'm just saying, that's the age old story of like, oh, come in here and fix us. And then it still goes bad or still goes the way the whole rest of the organization is going. And then, you know, she gets booted or get blamed. And I feel like that's what we're, you know, uh, that's what we're in for moving forward. Um, I do think it's probably going to get worse. Uh, I'm not the most optimistic person in the world, but it's, you know, it's a real possibility that marriage equality is on the line, that it's going to get worse for trans people, yeah. trans kids. Um, it's, it, 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 I think it's very possible it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. I, 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 well, and it used to be, we'd talk about hyper, oh, go ahead. Go, go ahead. No, fine. You're fine. Go. I would say it used, it used to be that you'd say things like that and folks would be like, well, oh, it's just fear mongering, like we're hyperbole. And now it's like, no, like we are headed back towards things that we really did think were done like, like at a certain core level. And clearly we're not. So like, what is the extent of how bad it could be, which is really scary. Right. And so, it gets Amy Kim. It gets even scarier when you think that like all these like dystopian dramas are far too close to what is actually happening. When you look at like Handmaid's Tale and you see all the things mm -hmm. that are going on and recognize that like 
it is actually beyond our imagination how much worse things can get because even the things that others have imagined and dramatized are even too close, too close for comfort. It's like when Shonda Rhimes stopped doing Scandal because like things were lining up too closely and it was like, no, this is no longer entertainment because this is reality, right? And it's mm-hmm. like when you want to come up the words like when you're like they're getting worse for trans people i want to say worser like that needs to be a new mm-hmm. word it needs to be worse right. because it's not that great to begin with and now you know you finally got some ground and you got people to understand and and even come into their own identities just to get completely smacked down and that's what's scary too is that we've created these you know, brave spaces and quote unquote safe spaces. And for what? Because it's going to be really, really unsafe. Yeah. 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 I mean, uh, and I, uh, I, I, uh, I, okay. I, Let's get, I remember, okay. well, I was just going to say one more quick thing is, you know, when I was mm-hmm. a very conservative evangelical, it was pretty safe to be anti-abortion because I just literally never thought abortion would get overturned federally. I just thought it was so out side of the possibility that I could safely be, I mean, this was more in the back of my head then, but I realize now that it was just a safe sure. thing for me to say, because I never thought I'd have to actually deal with what it would require of me to actually live in that world. And now I'm like, oh, it's a it's a reality. And I think a lot of people that would say they're anti-abortion just because that was the Christian thing to do. Mm didn't really, you know, really thought it would never, it was something you could say because it was never going to happen. So mm-hmm. now we're living in that world where it's, you know, it's a reality in my state. Um, we do have a six week ban. So that, you know, yeah, it's a reality that right now in my state, um, in Tennessee, it is essentially impossible to get an abortion. Yeah. Uh, there's, it's the, it's, at some point, I'd love to dive deeper into that story, your background story, Mickey. I would be really interested to to hear it because it's such a space that I don't know a lot about. I mean, I'm I grew up in a very generic, mainline, pretty good kind of experience, and but the would love to do that on another show. Let's move on to the next uh, uh, topic. All right, so let's be a little bit. Uh, well, the last I, when I did the mini sode with uh, Laura and Hori, they were all bummer topics. So I'm not not going to do that with you all. Um, Serena Williams. Goddess. There's your next one. Goddess. Amazing goddess. I mean, what do you say? I don't even just... I don't even like tennis. <laughs> but I watched no. stuff. Yeah, yeah. I don't but care like... about tennis. I don't care at all about yeah. tennis. Who cares? But I care about Serena. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I've watched I've watched Serena and Venus like over the years just because I wanted to watch them and it's such a different game watching them play. <laughs> like no wonder they're yeah, amazing. And then you're putting I was watching a bunch of folks put all stats and you know you try the the like winless game of trying to compare different athletes across different sports, but just the dominance of Serena versus other sports and other people in other sports is, is amazing. So yeah. Any other, any other words of uh, anything about Serena? I just, you know, I just think that there's so many things to be said for someone who goes out on their own terms, who can do what they want when they want to do it. Mm. And, and to do it as a parent, 
right? Like there's something about people and doing all this stuff that is still amazing, but to do it as a parent and then choose to do these, all these amazing things and then say, I'm done, right? Whatever that means. I'm done for this. This is fine. And I'm going to do it with flair and look hella hot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, and, and let's, I mean, not just a parent, but a female professional athlete to be a parent, right? I mean, it's, I mean, I look at soccer players who go out and have kids and they come back and play professional soccer at a certain level. I mean, knowing what this does to your body and all those kind of things, Mm -hmm. it's doubly, triply amazing to just know that somebody has stayed at this high level, like it's not rec tennis and still (laughs) kicking ass. I mean, right. It's just like, yes. Awesome. All right. Next, next one. This is kind of summary, but it just started. I mean, so I'm going to give it summer. The Little Mermaid. Hmm. I've all heard the NPR. Have you all been keeping? Yeah, the NPR like montage that they had on NPR about having um, they recorded kids reacting to seeing it. BIPOC kids reacting to seeing the whole reveal. Oh my gosh, I'm in the car oh, uh-huh. bawling. Just bawling because the last one is a boy saying, she looks just like me. I'm like, oh, it's amazing. Amazing. Damn time. I know. It's so sweet. I like, I mean, I have pretty much no uh, room for the haters. I just, I mean, I literally haven't seen uh, any of that or gotten into any discourse with people around it because I just don't care. I like mm-hmm. da- die mad. I don't yeah. care. Yeah. Like it. She's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> you know, anything the, uh, the Bailey sisters do. Um, I mean, Haley is adorable. Uh, I always just have to remind myself they are not twins. They are literally different ages. Um, cause my brain is like, oh. they're twins. They're not. I know. Um, and it's so weird, but Chloe, know. you know, like all of Chloe's music, <laughs> listen, I, will shake my ass all day to Chloe's music and Hallie in this character is just like, you're not your characters, but like, she's such a sweet little human. And so she's perfect for this like syrupy sweet role. And like make believe has no rules. So it's just like literally not an exactly. And I just, I love it for her. I love it for all of the little girls. I I, I just got on TikTok. That was another summer thing. And so I was watching all those, Woo! you know, little people on TikTok be amazed. And I just wept and wept because I I have had that experience as a little black girl who that I would go to the store and the dolls weren't didn't look like me. And of course, the movie characters didn't look like me. And I, when A Wrinkle in Time came out, I cried because I'd never seen a oh, movie. Right. And I'm a full grown adult. When Tiana, when they released Tiana... I was so happy for my children and so happy to go to Disney World with them and be like, this is a black princess. And they're just like, oh, okay, okay, mom. Whatever. It's the best day of your lives. This is a black princess. And they're just like, um, can we can we go ride Buzz Lightyear now? Like, they don't, they don't care about me and my feelings. And I am like, you know, weeping and standing in line for Tiana. So this, for me, as a, I'm a, I am kind of a Disney freak. Um, and I, I love all of this stuff. So I'm super happy for her and for all the little people that, you know, will have a little black mermaid. And I think it's great. That's awesome. That's awesome. 
Yeah, I, I was. I think one of the things you just said, Mickey, I think is important. Like, I actually didn't have anybody show my news feeds anywhere complaining about it. I mean, I've cleared all those people out. Like, I know that it is happening in other spaces, right. but I'm like, I don't. I love Die, die Mad. Die Mad. That's, I'm going to go with that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I, I don't know if you saw the funniest one out there. Somebody, somebody had, I mean, tweeted out they thought it was Halle Berry. And they said something about Halle Berry, a six-year-old, is going to be playing this. And, and it, people are like, oh, you were getting dragged. And, you know, how quickly that gets deleted. But, you know, people screenshot that. Yes. Oh. Yeah, I was like, oh. My. Well, and then, you know, I saw it. That's the first thing I saw pop up. I'm like, I'm sure it's not Halle Berry. And I'm like, and then I'm looking back going, oh, my goodness like are they doing a a sequel like little mermaid grows up i don't know it just I, yeah <laughs> then Halle Berry can play she can do anything she wants but you know that, that was a little there is a limit i, I think the only thing about the only thing about little mermaid is i don't like the story <laughs> yeah i mean like the idea the that disney she version right? is better than the disney version though is softer yes. i guess maybe not better than the original because you know all children's stories are sure. terrifying <laughs> terrible a much different version now right <laughs> and to like a lot of the lore around mermaids and sirens like they will eat your face this is not cute yeah. so it's just funny to exactly. me that anyone's arguing about any of this i'm like y'all spend like 10 <laughs> minutes learning about historical children's literature and you'll just be like i'm gonna go have nightmares now thank you right yeah, exactly, we exactly. Know, well the same thing is happening with some other shows do we know if Prince oh, is white? Because if she has to sing part of your world to a white man, I'm going to maybe lose it a little bit. <laughs> you know? Uh, I, I didn't think. I'm, you know, you know what? Don't put a Filipino. Asian. Probably. <laughs> I, you know, he, I think he might be brown of some sort. I mean, he needs. Yeah. I, yeah. It's like Cinderella. It was Cinderella. Pablo Montalban got to play the uh, prince. Because, you know, because that. We're 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 the the Filipinos are the safe brown people. They're the ambiguous kind of brown in, in, in a lot of areas. Man. Yeah, yeah. Well, my 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 uh, you all know my kids did some modeling and acting and things, and their actual um, box was ethnically ambiguous. Uh, it's an actual term, so that they got sent to everything because they yeah. could play like, oh, you look, you could go, you can go Latin, you can be Asian, you can be Japanese, you can be, with you know, got them jobs. So we'll take. We'll, For real. We'll, we'll work off the white guilt a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah. All right. Last one. Letting go of the kiddos. So I will start with my story. And we all know how Mickey uh, does. Um, but uh, so mine was, so I, 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 <laughs> I our oldest, uh, we dropped Ev off at school and had, so Ev went away and we had to fly and come back and we get back on the plane and at that point, both Robin and I are just in tears, and people probably thought somebody died. Like that was like just puffy faced whole thing. And then for about a month afterwards, uh, Ev and I would have this tradition as as Ev was getting ready to go to school, we would watch. We watched NCIS for some ungodly reason, but we started watching the whole series, and we would have salami, uh, cream cheese, and little peppers, and have little appetizers while we watched TV. And I would, for, after Ev was left, I would open up the refrigerator and start to weep 
when I saw the salami and cream cheese and Aww. peppers. And Rob is like, you are ridiculous. I'm like, I know. But, you know, I mean, it just – and even with our second one, when we dropped Abby off, I was a wreck. Annie was the one, though, that was like, we got there. We were there for a couple of hours, moved her in. We're sitting by the cafeteria, and she says, okay, you can go now. Like, exactly. <laughs> Which wow. Amy Kim knows Annie. This is not a surprise. No. Um, but uh, yeah, so we had to weep on our own uh, in the car with you know our one little bit of a hug with with this kid, and then just go grieve on our own. So, um, but uh, yeah, so those those are we we like our kids we like hanging out with them and then to to know that they're kind of moving on was 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 hard for us but uh, our youngest was more like you Mickey they're like all right i'm i'm now moving on and peace so there you go uh Aww. and who knows when they're going to come or if they're going to come back so uh, how has justin been amy kim you know justin did this thing where he kept saying like i would share all my feelings with people when they'd be like, how are you doing? And I was like, it's tough. I had a breakdown in Whole Foods because I didn't know what to buy because I wasn't buying vegetarian and vegan stuff for my son. I mean, stupid, right? Totally stupid that I'm breaking down in freaking Whole Foods. Um, but I would tell people these things and Justin would say, I'm just really excited for him. And I would just flip him off. <laughs> like, like, I am excited for him. But I also have feelings yeah. about him being gone. Like, so I used to like, I'd be like, do you, are you missing him at all? Are you like, what is going on? Because, and I think he really was just like, if I just say that, I'll be fine. You know, like I'm going to just yeah. do the white thing of like, I'm just going to say the things and be fine and give people an answer they are going to be okay with. And I don't have to um, unpack it anymore because clearly my wife has unpacked it for everybody. Um but <laughs> the other thing is we had one move out and one move in almost simultaneously mm. because Natalie was gone all summer. She's moving back to North Carolina to do a doula training and is going to be here. And so she, you know, she moved in um, and she says things like, yeah, we're going to be more like roommates. And I have to remind her things like roommates don't come into their uh rooms roommates bedrooms when they're with their partner and say like hey can I come watch tv with you like that's not a thing so I mean I know it's cute you want to be all <laughs> like and whatever but like you're totally chilling with us which is great we're so happy about it um but yeah so we're kind of doing the switcheroo and our children are very very different from one another and so it is a little like switching gears um but yeah, Justin Justin is sad, but in the way Justin is sad, and I am very consistently me. Um, and Isaiah keeps, I mean, I don't know that there's been a day yet that he hasn't called. And I'm going to ride that wave until it stops. Because I know it will stop, and that's okay. But I'm going to hold on to that. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Rob Robin makes the kids send her a Snapchat every day, just one. Doesn't have to wear there, so it's wow. always half of Abby's head and Annie just is into the sky or something. But always every day she gets a snap from that's just, that's all I ask. 
just proof of life. Send me a Snapchat about what's happening in your world. Proof of proof of life. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you know, uh, it's it's kind of fun. Uh, Mickey, how no, about yours? I, I'm yeah, I'm so, I'm so fascinated by what you all are saying. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> I don't know if this is family of origin stuff that I need to do some more somatic and therapy work around. I don't know. Um, I mean, there always is generational stuff, right? Like, sure, uh, it's like you know, you, you now can look back at the way you were parented and like, okay, what, how has that, you know, made me who I am and made me the parent I am. And, you know, sometimes you're reactionary towards that. Sometimes you do exactly what your parents did. And I think I'm a pretty good mix of both. Like I definitely am more affectionate and more of an, I love you mom than my mom was. Um, but like 18 years is a lot of work y'all. <laughs> so it's such a long time. So when it's time for you to leave, I want you to leave. I don't, I don't, I don't have that. Like my little baby's growing up. That's literally what they're supposed to do. It's literally the life cycle y'all. Like the bird cannot stay in the nest forever. They have to go build their own nest. Three, only so many adult birds will fit in the damn nest. I just, I just, I, that's now. And I say that and. I'm the one crying at every recital, at every graduation. Right. Like I will, I have emotions. I will cry at them. <laughs> I'm very proud. I'm proud of them. I love them. I do. I love, love, love my children. Like my daughter called me last week and was like, or texted me because you know, yeah. children calling is a yeah. whole thing. But she texted me and was like, "Hey, mom, do you want to go to to brunch?" And I was like, "Oh." You want to hang out with me? Like yeah. anytime my kids want to hang out with me, I'm of course immediate. Yes. I will clear the yes. schedule, yes. you know, whatever it takes for us to be together. Um, also, I think because I had an unexpected turn, my middle one. So my daughter is 22. She's out of the house, has graduated college, but decided to go to coding school. Um, and so she decided to move in with her dad we live 10 minutes apart. So she's now living with her dad and her boyfriend lives there. So they've got a house full. Um, and right now only the, the youngest one comes back and forth. He's on, he's the only one under 18. So he goes back and forth, but the middle one graduated from high school and decided to do a gap year. And honestly, the pandemic was super hard on him. Um, emotionally, oh, yeah. we went through a whole lot of stuff. Um, his grades had, a, I mean, I wasn't sure at one point if he was going to graduate. Um, and he has always been a high achiever academically. And so mm. it became a thing of, you know, if it's your life or going to college, I don't care about college at all. I want you on this planet, you know? So, right. you know, so he's taking a gap year. We, he, and so it's been navigating that, what it's like for him to, uh, go back and forth still some, but at a lesser schedule than before with me and his dad, since he's 19 and graduated, um, navigating that. So having two adult kids that I'm trying to navigate who are close in proximity, but like, mm. what does that look like when you don't live in the same household all the time? Um, he just came and stayed with me for like a week and a half. I had no idea when he was coming uh, over and I didn't know when he was going to leave. <laughs> and I'm like, Oh, is this what we're, Great. I don't know how this any of this works, you know, and like going to see him in his new job, trying to navigate yep. that. But, uh, you know, he's got a passport. We're trying to get him overseas to hang out with some friends of mine and figuring out what the hell a gap year is. And 
then how we're going to navigate the next step. So it's just, I, I do, yeah. I like, I literally adore my children and I'm very much like I put in the mo- the mom years as a young mom. I was married when I was 19, had the first one at 23 and mama is ready to live her life, honey. I am like, <laughs> I need to travel. I might get a tiny house. I might have, you know, live in another country three months. You don't know where mama's going to be. So you better keep up and come travel with me. So that's my, <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, I can I see that. one I'm, of your kids. I can see one of your kids like, mom, all we're asking for is proof of life. Could you just send us a snap every day that you're <laughs> like, can we, can you please let yeah. us know that you're okay? I could totally <laughs> see this happening. Worst. Right. Yeah. Or it may be it may be us. It may be us asking you to send us. Yeah, Mickey, you please send Amy Kim and I just one snap a day. That's all. Oh, we no, need. so true. It's so true. No, I'm. Listen, there's there's a couple things. One, my children, as long as I'm paying for their cell phone bill, they need to keep that location on. So I know where they are. Want to know where they are? Okay. So Mickey, you decide to go do your little rogue off the grid stuff. Give me your location. We'll be fine. As long as I know where to find you to roll up. <laughs> if a white man comes and tries to sit next to you at a festival. Anyway, right. there's that. The other thing is, is that I think it is like so much their personalities. Part of, I think that like sadness over Isaiah is I do know this about him. He's not coming back. Like he yeah, will, right. he will to visit. He will not live with us again. Like even as he packed, yeah. he was like, the only thing I was I wasn't able to pack was my base. Everything else, it doesn't matter. Like those kinds of things were like, oh, this is like you are gonna do your thing. And I mm. totally know that that's true. But there is that like Natalie, Lily, if she could be reborn as in like come right back up the room and like be, <laughs> be I'm just, thank you. You're welcome for the visual. But I'm just saying, like, she's the kind of independent that she's either like, leave me alone, or I would like to be breastfed again. Like, there's, there's, mm-hmm. that's her polar opposite. So it just is, it's just what it is. And that kid is going to go and do his thing and will totally honor us and see us, but he's going to be doing his thing. Yeah. Blessed. I, now I can't, I, I can't keep the phrase come back right up the womb I, that is now going to stick with me all day thank you for that <laughs> thank you listen, listen for the visual as well you, mickey that you all don't get to see but yeah, you there you go. actually but the thing is bruce is you don't even you can't even come close to the feeling where i know mickey i can say that i, I realize this like oh, yeah. there's a whole situation so <laughs> i'm glad that you can you can appreciate that. I, I'm, t- I'm accepting that in the loving Jesus-like way that you said that. Um, and I'm glad that I could inspire in that manner today. And, and if my, my video editing skills were better, I would include the visuals um, from this conversation because that just would make it all the more, all the better. All right, last question for you all. What's, what's one new thing that's coming to your life over the past summer or whenever? Just something that is bringing you some joy, feeding your soul. What's, what's something new? And it doesn't even have to be uh, uh, meaningful. So I'll share with mine. My, in the last minisode, I shared that my kids have got me into F1 racing, which I, I, don't, I don't know how this has happened. But, yes, both of my justice-loving children know all about F1 racing now, the sport of talk about elite 
But yeah, anyway, so we now watch F1 on TV. Annie, our youngest, as kind of like what you said, Mickey, was, do you want to do something with me? I'm like, yes, we'll do it. I'll pay, whatever. Like, I'm going to watch F1 now. I'm like, okay, let's watch. So I'm watching all that. So that that was mine. I'm like, I. Do you notice these two people saying in a, in our all of our faces? What in the hell is F one racing? Because I mean, F one really is it NASCAR? That's Form- what I know. Down no, here. it's it, no. Now you can talk to my kids, and they'd be like, "It is not NASCAR. Uh, it's Formula One racing, and it is the ones that it's like Le Mans. It's like the street racing. It's the elite of the elite. You want to get to F one." Which is it's a new Netflix show. That's what's done it. It's this new reality show oh. uh, on Netflix that everybody has been watching. And uh, yeah, so don't start watching it because they do set, like all these reality shows. Their whole thing is to get you hooked into this new culture. So F one racing, uh, I can't remember. What it's called like Speed. I don't remember what it is, but yeah. Now I mean, is it F1. like Lamborghini? It's on my Google calendar. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's like, um, so McLaren, Mercedes, they're all the main, um, yeah, it's it's quite, a, and the pers- the drivers are personalities and the whole thing. So, yeah, that, there's mine. I'm not proud, but that it is, it is just what has happened. Uh, Amy Kim, something new that you've wow. discovered new in your life. You are more bougie than I ever thought, Bruce. And you were pretty bougie. <laughs> I'm, the F- I haven't gone to, I have not gone to one yet. Yet is the word. So. Yet is the word. Because now it's like, mm-hmm. we're going to have a daughter reunion at the F1 racing. And we're going to pick out outfits. And then I'm going to have my news feed full of F1. And maybe they'll sponsor this podcast at some point. It'll be amazing. Ooh, hey, I will, I, I can be bought. We know. Yeah. <laughs> Would have no problem. Um, you know, Would there have no has problem. been a lot of new, excepting that Justin and I uh, joined a gym that is, it's not Orange Theory, so breathe, Bruce, you and your Orange Theory. <laughs> I'm the disciple. Um, but it is, you do exercises in a sauna, in an infrared sauna. And I thought I was going to loathe it because I'm like, ain't nobody need to be hot or sweat anymore. Like that is, but I understand like part of the whole workout situation, which is probably why I don't like it is sweating. And, um, but you go in this infrared sauna and there's very spunky people teaching you on TVs and there's anything from like, yoga to there's rowing and cycling and elliptical and all these things but it's amazing because you can go at any time because you have a code and you just schedule it and go into these rooms and up to three people can be in there you know my butt's not going in there with anyone except my husband there or my daughter like i'm not gonna <laughs> else if somebody shows up i'll be like deuces wrong room and i'll be out but uh <laughs> but it's been good for like the toxicity of stuff. Like I've been doing more about like what it means to like release all of that. And I think both physically and mentally it's been really good because I don't know if you all are aware, there's just a lot of toxic shit happening in the world and recognize (laughs) that I need to like actively like in my brain and in my heart, do some releasing of that. And so that has also been a physical way for me to like connect those things. Um, 
I don't know that I could say I like it yet, but it's not horrible. Mm. So, um, but sometimes just trying to, yeah, just trying to be more kind to this creation that I've been given and doing the things that make sense. And my uh, spouse and I can do those things together or not, which is good. And sometimes watching his sweet, non-flexible body cramp up is a little funny. Until it's not. Well, but it is. How about you, Mickey? What's new? There, there are a lot. I was going to say there are a lot of things about this. If we had longer time, that I would love to tease you about, um, but I'm not going to at this particular mm-hmm. moment. Okay. Well, I'll wait for your phone call five minutes after this is over, so that you can <laughs> carry on. Also, we're going to be together in a week, yeah, so we, that too. We have. We things. are. So we can. Yeah. Oh, and Mickey, All right, Mickey, what's up new in your world? Mickey, we're going to be in your town. I know. Anyway, okay. Ooh, I know. I have to figure out. I'm going I'm to I'm send a note because Laura, Laura's there too. Yeah. Yes. Okay. This yeah. is the Nashville trip. Everybody but Jorge trailer. could be there. Okay. Well, if Jorge okay. was really what, dedicated to I'll us. Start, I'll, start a tech, I'll, start a, I'll start a tech. I'll start a text thing with the four of us at least so we could try to figure yeah. out a time to get, get together. Mickey, have you met Laura in person? Oh yeah, we hung out. Uh, if you met, I don't know, like you, a couple okay. weeks ago, for their anniversary. Oh good. Oh okay. Great. 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 Oh awesome. Um, All right. What's uh, new for you, Mickey? What's what? Anything new? What is new for me? Um, I'm glad you said that, Amy Kim, about the gym because it made me and about sweating because it made me remember to book a float for this afternoon. I'm going to go float. That's one of the things I do for my body. Um, but what is new for me is that I just finished which I'm actually sad about. I tried to make it last, but a league of their own, the new uh, version, like oh, yeah. episodic version on Amazon prime. It's so good. It's so gay. It's so black. Like they, it's, it, I feel like it's at least his, I mean, I'm not a historian. I just have a lot of history books, but it felt like it was pretty historically accurate as far as like, there is a you know white storyline and a black storyline essentially mm-hmm. and some hispanic people in the white storyline but they you know it's because they're they're also pretty light skinned um yeah. but they don't make it this kumbaya like everybody gets along in ways or has you know interacts in ways that weren't true to the time um but it includes the fact that there were like queer people black queer people even in the 40s like we didn't just spring up in 1992 um and like you know it's just and the characters the especially for me the non-white characters are the black characters are written with so much complexity and Mm. so much depth that i was like oh okay like we're not you know doing a bunch of tropes here um Right. I just, it was just really well done. And it, it made, I cried. I laughed out loud. Mm-hmm. I mean, lots of laughter, lots of crying. Um, and it not trauma porny at all, which sometimes period pieces can be like that. Mm-hmm. And I just, I really loved it. I really hope they do another season. Um, I have a crush on one of the actors. Uh, I just, adore it so much so i would recommend it to everybody i think it's a really well done sweet 
story. It is beautiful. It's really awesome. beautiful. I, we we haven't we haven't started it yet, but it's definitely on our the after we we're we're just going through the good place again, watching the whole thing, mm. um, and and that's been yeah we we were switching around from what were we watching and, and we had to be like okay we need something other we were watching some medical drama oh transplant if you've not watched that medical drama transplant so good but you got to cleanse it with like good place. Yeah. So um, anyway, that's what we did last night. Anyway, all right. Say thank you all for joining us, uh, folks. I'm glad you have uh, taken a listen to the minisode. Caught up with us again. There's uh, lots of stuff coming up. Make sure you listen to the other minisode with Jorge and Laura. And in October, there's going to be a lot of Filipino in your ears, filmmakers, activists, actors, academics, and at least one drag queen. So, um, and I think all the co-hosts are going to have to fight over who gets to be on these because remember, it's just two uh, per, but uh, there's some really cool people I have some lined up um, soon to be announced. Uh, please consider becoming a patron uh, on Patreon to support production costs, keep me out of trouble with my spouse, all la la la, help us feed the dogs. Uh, please, uh, before you uh, swipe left away from the pod. Sorry, pay for my next ticket to the A1 racing or whatever junkity junk you're doing. To the to, to A1 ra- racing. One A one one to the steak sauce uh, A one ra- raising exactly. Um, <laughs> Sorry. Uh, before you swipe left away from this, do all the podcast things. Uh, subscribe, rate, review. Uh, thanks for being with BRC and Friends today, <laughs> and we will see you soon. BRC and Friends was hosted and produced by Bruce Reyes Chow. Co-hosts were Jorge Bautista, Mickey Scott Bay Jones, Amy Kim Caremus Parks, and Laura Monaco Heifetz. And the theme music was composed and recorded by Marissa Magdal Laron. Please head over to Patreon and toss us a few bucks, and feel free to connect with any of us via the show notes. And lastly, please don't make me beg. Take a moment to rate, review, and subscribe to BRC and Friends wherever you listen to podcasts. Until the next episode, thanks for listening to BRC and Friends.